Join, converse, inspire. I'm your host, Francesca Amante. And I'm your co-host, Stefan Chwaniak. This is the JCI Canada Podcast. Hello, JCI Canada. My name is Francesca Amante. I'm one of your 2022 National Vice Presidents and your 2022 JCI Canada podcast host. Today, I'm here with the very special one and only the beautiful National President Sue Salamosi. And we're also graced by the presence of our 2020 National past National President, Stefan Trewaniak. I'm back. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We are so, so excited to be here together today and to uh, share an episode with you all as our very, very first episode in the year of 2020. Uh, so 2022. That's right. <laughs> going back. Keep going. Time. I honestly think you're, you're not going to want to cut any of this. Keep it all because okay. it's funny. Okay. That's good. Um, it's a very rare occurrence, especially in the midst of COVID, that we get to be in each other's presence. But today, uh, Sue, myself, and Stefan are all sitting in the same room, so I feel very, very fortunate to get to see them in person. I can touch you in person and give you a <laughs> hug. How amazing is Keep that? Keep your hands to yourself. Hey! <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, Sue, we're sitting here with you today, and it's... Um, I haven't probably been on your journey quite as long as Stefan has. Um, but in the years I've known you, it's so exciting to see you uh, flourish into becoming our national president. Uh, so I'm sure you're very, very excited for that. And you, you're so ambitious and talented and driven and passionate about JCI Canada and everything that you do. So I know that all of us are very excited to see the year unfold with your leadership and um, you as our fearless leader. <laughs> <laughs> if I do not collapse the audio equipment in the meantime. Um, <laughs> it's new. Be careful. Yes. <laughs> um, Sue, so I, I thought perhaps maybe you could tell our audience a bit about yourself and what brought you to JCA Canada and what's led you to this incredible moment here today. Sure. This moment is incredible. We're sitting in my basement right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what brought me to JCI to begin with was... I joined JCI back in 2012. I was fresh out of university and looking for something else to occupy my time. I'm one of those cool kids who like school and <laughs> like learning and like challenges. Um, so I stumbled on JCI. I was brought to a meeting with a friend of mine and um, it, I fit in right away. Uh, <laughs> people were just as cool and quirky as I was. So um, there started my journey in JCI in 2012, and over the years I've done a variety of different leadership roles, taken on different challenges and opportunities all along the way, learning and growing and making mistakes, falling on my face, getting back up again, um, all with the support of a really, really amazing group of friends, um, people who I'm lucky enough to call my friends, other JCI members, and uh, and part all, all the people that are part of our network here. Um I decided I wanted to become national president in 2014 at my very first JCI Canada National Convention. We were in Ajax, Ontario, and uh, at that time, seeing uh, our 2014 national president was uh, Senator Jen Senkar, and she was the first female I'd seen in such a, a prestigious position um, in this organization and I, I, until this year with Yvette, this, this year was the first time I had seen another woman step up. And so I thought that was a really cool thing and, uh, 
kind of lit a spark for me. So I set the goal that one day I would be that national president sitting at that head table in general assembly, um, that national convention, leading the show and doing the cool things, um, you know, like the cool kids do. <laughs> so, um, since then, it's been a bit of a roller coaster journey. Of course, as challenges come up, we get frustrated and, and defeated. Um, but over and over again, every time I'm defeated, I'm lifted up by the people around me. So um, here I am and at the end of 2021, finally embarking on this journey as uh, about to start this journey as national president for 2022. And uh, Shortly thereafter, I will turn 40 and age out of the organization. So we're going to make this count. I've got a lot of big goals coming up for this year. You are not that old, Sue. There is no way. I just found out that you're three years younger than me. So I'm still a little stung. You know what? 29 never looks so good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Sue, for sharing that uh, intro to your journey and giving us a little bit of a taste of what has made... uh, made you who you are in, in JCI. I mean, I cannot really imagine JCI without the both of these incredible humans sitting in front of me. Um, Stefan has been a part of my journey from day one. So has Sue. And I remember meeting them at a convention. It's just, if they weren't there, it wouldn't really quite be the same. So. Well, I, I, and for those that are can't see this, Sue almost started crying. So this is how impassioned <laughs> she is. And I can promise. because I was laughing so hard. That. Your feet smell. The. <laughs> Yeah, not. <laughs> they were clean. That's why I'm I, crying. I promise that I will collect her tears for quality assurance purposes. So what inspired Sue to like want to take up that mantle of, you know, leadership in a time of, you know, COVID and change and, you know, as much as I work to try write a ship that might have been sinking, maybe it's you know, righted, what are we doing next to be able to take mm-hmm. the organization forward and develop young leaders for, a, you know, the future? Our changing world? Yes. I thought that <laughs> was correct. And then I bit my tongue. It is correct. <laughs> okay. We are developing leaders for a changing world. And my philosophy has been and has, has always been that the time is now. I'm not going to wait for the right time for something to make something happen because it's always right now. If there is an opportunity to do something, to move forward, to make an impact, um, and I'm inspired by it, then I'm going to do everything I can to make it happen. Um, The time is now. Why not right now? I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic and we've been lifted up and then knocked back down again. Every time the rules changed, every time lockdown rules change and travel restrictions change, it's never been more uncertain. And I see that as a golden nugget. It's an opportunity for us to shine as leaders, to show the world what JCI Canada can do and will do to help bring us as leaders into the future so we can continue making an impact on this world. So is that where your theme for this year came from? Is the that theme. where it came from? When Canada, unity, connection, Across cultures, across borders, across languages even. We have two official languages in Canada. And so JCI Canada is working towards being a bilingual organization so that we can have those connections across all odds. Oh, that's amazing, Sue. Um, if you were to share a bit about like your plan of action and you know what that will look like as 2022 unfolds. My plan of action includes 
portfolios for the whole team. Um, and as we've moved closer and closer to 2022, more awesome leaders in JCI Canada are stepping up to the plate, wanting to help and wanting to be part of what we're creating for next year. And so I'm really excited to have 15 people on our team to bring us into 2022. Eight of those are elected board members who have very specific portfolios dealing with um, training, chapter connections, awards, effective speaking, debate, and debate's going to be a really important one in this coming year, teaching us how to have conversations on either side of an argument and still be friends after. Um, that's a really going to be a really important concept. We've got public relations managers, so we're going to be taking a close look at our public relations and our internal communication strategies. Um, resources, 10 outstanding young people, we're going to be participating in an, an international, um, is it a competition? 10 outstanding young people. Recognition. Recognition. Recognition for the top 10 outstanding young people all over the world. Um, so JCI Canada is hopefully going to have a nominee for that. So we'll be able to bring some recognition to uh, our Canadian amazingness, the amazing people here in Canada. Um, and the podcast is a big part of the plan of action as well. Um, when we launched the podcast in 2020 under Stefan's leadership, um, <laughs> it, I'm blushing. <laughs> I'm trying to make you cry. Thank you. Um, the goal at that time was to to make this podcast almost a, a legacy for JCI Canada, some something like a a time capsule or a, a, an information reserve that we can listen back on and and we can share with the world very easily. Um, so those are kind of the highlights of the plan of action, all around connection and leadership, and uh, making an impact. It's amazing. Sue, um, I think I can speak for all of us. We're very excited for the year to unfold. I know that um, Stefan, who's sitting here in front of us, has uh, definitely has a lot of experience, as does Sue, for what uh, a pandemic feels like in the midst of uh, trying to execute, you know, their leadership plan and how Stefan had quite a robust plan, uh, you know, laid out for us. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, a month later, the whole world changed, literally, <laughs> not figuratively, it, right? It so, did. Yeah. yeah. I'm smiling and nodding like you can <laughs> see my face right now. But yeah. yes, that's OK. I mean, I think the the <clears throat> penultimate ability to leadership comes to be successful and you develop uh, strategy in times of stress and diversity, an opportunity to be able to be dynamic in things like change. So I'm, I'm glad that you recognize that and, you know, give grace to people that are in a similar situation. So, you know, the, the benefit of us being able to work together and navigate together and to be able to collaborate together and, you know, be together once again, whether that continue to be digitally or in person or a combination therein will lead to success. I mean, this isn't an organization that's over a hundred years old that is just going to disappear with, uh, leaders like Sue and myself and potentially yourself in the very f future too, right? So it's a matter of all of us working together to, you know, develop these these leaders for a changing world. And I think too, like developing leaders to be able to to pivot. I mean, that was really inspiring for a lot of us local presidents. I was a local president the year that Stefan was our national president and it was just seeing his ability to pivot and in a matter of an instant. And then the next week something else changed. It's like, okay, we got to pivot again and continuing to do so. I mean, even Sue, I got to watch you as our um, EVP uh, this 
past year um, under vet's leadership and like you pivoted, you know, every single time something changed and you just found a way to make it work and you inspired all of us that nothing is going to stop you but yourself. Yeah. And you, you know, you were there for every single milestone and nothing stopped you. Which is, it's interesting because early in 2021, I lost my grandma and it, it threw me off for the first quarter of 2021. Um, it, it, it shook me and I questioned my involvement and what I was doing with my life. I mean, that, that's something that something like that brings to question, Mm -hmm. brings to the forefront of your mind is I want to make sure that what I'm doing is right for me. There's value there. There's something that is going to shine for my future. Um, so I did a lot of social searching, a lot of meditating this year and uh, came through the other side, still wanting to be national president. So that says something. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm sorry for your loss. Oh, thank you. That's, I know that those yeah. things definitely make us appreciate life in every moment just to be even more present and to cherish those around you. Mm-hmm. I know that we're very thankful for you and the fact that you are still very excited to lead because I think that... Uh, it would definitely be an opportunity wasted to not have your leadership over JCI Canada. The world's very lucky to have you. So, <laughs> I've only been putting plans together for like eight months or something. <laughs> I've seen the papers. So, I mean, so I guess one question that I always had is that, you know, you've been in the organization for years and because of she's age. Um, so what inspired you to stick around? The people. 10 years. <laughs> if you're curious, next year will be year 10 for me in, uh, in JCI Canada. I started in Vernon and, uh, yeah, maybe, but I, I don't, I didn't move anywhere from Vernon. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, my home chapter is is JCI Vernon. I spend a lot of time in Kelowna. It's the people. You know, when you find your people, you find the people that understand you and will jump on board with you when you have crazy ideas. I couldn't have done, when, when I hosted the podcast in 2020, I could not have done it by myself. You know, I had support from from our national president Stefan I had support from my good friend Jamie Greenhoff who was our Jamie from Canada who was our <laughs> podcast editor he's famous he's let famous me tell you. and he kept me on track he you know I'd get emails every once in a while from him saying boss what's next what are we doing like <laughs> like you could call me boss I appreciate that <laughs> um yeah it's the it's the people it's it doesn't feel like hard work or challenging learning when you can collaborate with some like-minded people who are brilliant in their own ways and everybody has their own perspective and um that's such it's such a cool thing um learning how to collaborate like that's not that's not a talent that we're born with necessarily like how, how to collaborate how to make sure everybody's ideas are included well, my question, Sue and Stefan, would be, I mean, in the midst of, you know, your various roles on, you know, local boards and regional boards and on the national board, um, you know, it, it's one thing to be, and I'm sure you've seen this throughout the years, there's some people that are better as like managers, but ultimately in JCI, we are developing leaders. And what would you say your biggest uh, takeaway has been that JCI has taught you on 
how to be the most effective leader? Because I know both of you in the teams that you've led, whether it's on a local or national level, you've, you have a knack and an ability to bring out the best in every single person and, and help them and lead them along the way and, you know, keep them, you know, keep them afloat, right? Um, what would be your takeaway in the midst of all of that? That's. I think honestly, like, I mean, my year was chaos. You know, I had these grandiose plans maybe, and maybe they were too grandiose. You know, we always want to reach for the stars. I mean, you know, as a business person, this is where I attempt to be limitless. Right. So my thought process coming into my year is that if you can, you know, be on the ground, you know, develop people, be in person, uh, create opportunity, help develop opportunity and be, you know, connecting on a one-to-one basis if needed or in front of a group or in front of your, you know, local um, mayor like I did, just like, you know, get in front of other people. So, you know, there's big plans to be able to go be on the ground and really commit to being in person my year. Um, you know, I did some of that with, you know, past president Justin from JCI USA. And then when we got back from our national president's meeting uh, in Bolivia, the world shut down, like legit apocalyptical, yes, adding that to the Scrabble dictionary. Uh, I think it's just apocalyptic. <laughs> Thanks, mom. You're welcome. Um, it, everything <laughs> shut down. So to that end, you know, giving people grace in their time of grieving, in their time of development and in in time, in time, give them time for, you know, understanding and to develop their own opportunities, I think was really, really important. So giving grace and patience, I think was, you know, my biggest takeaway and understanding, you know. Jay Johnson likes his, you know, earth, wind, fire, water. You know, I like Enneagram. There's other ways to, you know, understand people. But I think listening and, you know, giving them the opportunity to speak and that grace was my biggest takeaway for from my year for sure. Amazing. On the same line, I mean, my top thing is is patience because everybody works on their own timeline right? Everybody has different goals and different priorities. And so you need to give people that space in order to develop their ideas and actually see them through. Um, Another piece that goes with patience is easier to be patient when you have a good level of trust with your team. You trust your teammates that when they say they're going to do something, they're going to get it done. Um, uh, Also being prepared as you walk into something, uh, you don't want to be over-prepared because then you're very structured and the spontaneous aspect of your interaction is then eliminated. But being prepared um, and setting your expectations appropriately for yourself and for other people. um, If you have a good idea of how people work and what kind of time they're going to need, it's really easy to make it work. I also keep myself busy enough that I I I don't have time. (laughs) <laughs> you say you're going to do something. I'm trusting that you're going to do it and and uh, hope for some amazing things to come out of it. Patience, trust, letting, surrendering to seeing how things are meant to flow and unfold, especially in a time of uncertainty. It's very fair. It's tough. 
That is fair. Yeah. Absolutely. It's good. And I Sue's, think those... Sue's a mom of three. She got <laughs> this. I think... The, but all, all those skills... <laughs> does take a lot of patience <laughs> and okay with being in a messy house but um all of these things like i it, like the example you just gave they're directly transferable to any aspect in your life right the stronger your leadership skills the the, the stronger you are in entrepreneurial ventures when in your parenting in your interactions with family with other people it, it just it helps you grow as a person mm-hmm. Um, I, there's a quote that I love and it's in, I believe like an Oprah Winfrey book, her book called the path made clear. And she talks about how, um, she was saying like management is like, you know, obviously telling someone what to do. Um, and then leadership is inspiring them to do it. And she was saying, she's like, inspiration for me comes from one of like the, these three things, the clarity of one's vision, the courage of one's conviction and the ability to like clearly like express both of those things together and i think that what's really cool about jci is that in developing you know these leadership qualities um you're not just i'm stefan and sue you're you're not just stepping into a role saying i'm a leader you're actually being a leader like you're living out those it's not just words and that's the biggest thing that you know all of us get to witness through any of the national presence we've been honored to you know be under the leadership of is that you're not just out there saying this is what we're doing you're, you're living it and you're you're able to allow all of us, whether we're local presidents or we're just a board member or we're simply just a member or someone in the audience that's observing from the outside. Um, you know, at least for me, as I joined the organization, I was able to be quite inspired by the leaders on the national board because it's not just words. Like you live it in everything that you do. Yeah. You know that there's leadership in following too. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the most important aspects of leadership is the ability to follow another leader. So true. Don't ask my husband how I ballroom dance. Stefan has witnessed I am impossible to lead in ballroom dancing. But um, for sure, what JCI has taught me is is how to follow. Mm-hmm. And having the trust to follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Knowing when it's our, our turn to lead and when it's our turn to step back. Um, so Sue... Is there anything else that you would like to impart to our listeners today? I will share the theme from our world president, our 2022 world president, Arjenes Angelo from Venezuela. Um, His 2022 theme is leading is our duty. We are obligated to lead. It's part of who we are as humans. Um, This is how we're going to, bring ourselves successfully into the future and inspire the next generation is by honing in our leadership skills and uh, making sure that everybody's included and connected. Um, I, the, the theme really inspires me and I was really, I had an easier time putting together our plan of action for JCI Canada, given the direction from world headquarters. Um, I think it's so cool that we have that international connection um, to brilliant minds all over the world from different cultures who have different perspectives on how we live our lives, right? It's not just about Canada. It's about how Europe runs and Asia and Africa. Um, it's really, really cool to see people all over the world following the same vision. Um, so developing leaders for our changing world is, it, it speaks volumes to what we're trying to do as JCI leaders. So at what point... What was that defining moment for Sue Solomosi, incoming national president of JCI Canada? At what point did you decide that you were going to put your name forward for 
the position of national president? Such a good question. So I alluded to it earlier that my first point of like when I first realized this was a goal of mine was 2014. And then I was a local chapter president in 2015. So I decided I wanted to be national president before I had even been chapter president. Um, and like I had mentioned, it was kind of a roller coaster. So, you know, in one minute I was gung ho and ready to, ready to take it on and wanting to learn. And then the next, and the next instant I was like, what am I doing? I'm crazy. I want to hide under my blankets and run away. Um, to actually put my name on the nomination form that says Sue Salamosi is running for national president. It was really, it was a surreal moment because it's something that I had only dreamed about. I had really only imagined as a, as a concept. Um, I mean, it really started when I ran for EVP because I wanted to do EVP before a national president. So I had that year of learning, but yeah, that, that moment when I actually put my f- name on the nomination form and sent it in, it was like, okay, this is real now. So at what point did you decide that you were ready for that? I don't know. I don't know that there was a real defining moment. Like I said, it, it wasn't until I actually put my name on the form that I was like, okay, this is actually happening. There were moments le- in the week leading up to me putting my name on the form that I was <laughs> I was still uncertain. Oh, Which may not be the best answer. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Steve Harvey talks about just taking the jump. Even that, when you're uncertain. Even when you're uncertain, just jump yeah, and you're going to figure it out. Yeah. After, after I was elected, after Japan Academy, which was a learning opportunity for incoming national presidents all over the world, I got to meet a whole bunch of other incoming 2022 national presidents. Um, so after I was elected, after Japan Academy, after putting in a ton of prep work leading into 2022, I think there was a, maybe a moment at the beginning of December where I looked at all the prep work I had done, all everything I had lined up and said, okay, I'm ready. This is how we do in JCI Canada. Join, converse, inspire. Thanks for listening. Merci pour l'écoute. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or pretty much any listening platform you may use. À bientôt. And I was even pointing at my toe when I said it.